Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Welcome to the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm <laughs> your ghost host, Bill. <laughs> hey, look. He's killed hey, Linda. Embarrassment. With the rhythm. I'm Linda. <laughs> Seth. I'm Seth. I'm sorry. Ah, I'm on somebody uh, else to make a clever pun and trying to think of my own. <laughs> <laughs> and this is obviously Chris, who's left. God, oh, all I, didn't, I didn't hear you say your name. I was waiting. I was like, Jenna. yeah, you didn't say your name, Jenna. I, I did say my name, Jenna. <laughs> I did say it. Oh, yeah. Fair so, well, uh, welcome to the show, folks. Uh, this is going to be our uh, Halloween episode. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the Omaha area, uh, Halloween-wise. Uh, and uh, so I think um, we can't really talk about Halloween in the Omaha area without mentioning Mystery Manor and how um, this is the first year, I think, without a Mystery Manor for how many years have they been doing it? 38. 38 years. 1984. Wow. Yeah, so uh, they've uh, sold the Mystery Manor um, attraction house uh, to Creighton University for $425,000. Um, and uh, it's probably safe to say that it's not going to become a dormitory. Uh, though it could be. Dormitory that would be if the place really is haunted. I mean, would you stay there, Jenna? Uh, no, I had a haunted <laughs> dorm I lived in when I went to college at UNL. So no, thank you. That was terrible enough. Um, just to give some background on the mystery manner, uh, and why it was kind of a big, big part of the Omaha fright scene is that it was built in 1887 was the private home to Greta and William Hall. Stories say that the stock market crashed in October of 1929 and William Hall lost all of his fortune and went insane. He attacked Greta with an axe and then buried her body in the front yard. A week later, Greta's brother avenged Greta by chopping up William with the same axe and then burying him next to Greta. But the next night, which was Halloween, John Martin's body was found at Hall's gravesite with the same axe in the skull. Some think it was William's ghost who killed John. As the mystery was never solved, his ghost is believed to roam the manors of the Hall every October. Gruesome. So, gruesome indeed. So it's... And the people who work there, you know, it could be just advertising, would swear by the fact that it was haunted, that things would be moved, they'd hear voices, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, and it, you'd see lines, like, wrapped around the block. And I can't imagine that COVID helped the last couple of years, because if that's a business that really does depend on that October sure. business, 
and then you have like two years basically without it. Um, it's really unfortunate. I think it's a sign of a lot of unfortunately small businesses that couldn't really survive. Yeah. I know uh, in that month of October, I'm because I, I worked there for a couple of years uh, helping haunt the place. And in uh, talking to the owner, um, they made their entire year's revenue uh, in that month of October. Mm-hmm. And and they made plenty, plenty of money that month, too. So, um, you know, if, if you go a couple of years without that October revenue, that's going to be very impactful, especially if you're used to that. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it was always a, a fun place to work. I did a uh, couple different things there when I was there. I was, uh, had this horrible demon mask with these gigantic horns. And, uh, <laughs> and I had this, uh, hand uh kind of fit into your hand and it was like a miniature flamethrower thing and <clears throat> um so my demon i'd go out on that balcony you can see in that picture that linda's got up there and i'd walk <laughs> up and walk along the balcony and then periodically i'd throw my arms out and shoot out fireballs um which was kind of fun um and uh the other one i did that was also pretty hilarious was um, I worked the, uh, the slide, the exit slide for the room. And <clears throat> I don't know how many people know this, but <laughs> the exit slide, uh, there were actually two slides there and they had this um, gate um, that you would put over one of the slides, uh, depending upon which way you wanted people to go. So the slide on the right, if you open that up, that would take people right out into that um, ambulance hearse thing, right? But if you move the gate over and had them go down the other side, it took them down a slide into a trap room where <laughs> there was no visible door to get out. And there was actually, uh, the only way they could get out is it, it had to be open from the outside. And it was like a little trap door that like, a, you know, would, would even be short for a dwarf to get in and out of. And... Um, <laughs> So they'd have to crawl out. But I loved working that room, especially when, uh, you know, these high school couples would come through because I'd always send the guy down the trap to go out uh, to go out into the ambulance. And then I'd throw the gate over and have the girls go down the other one and they'd go into the trap room. And then you'd hear the guys out there. What the fuck? Where's my girlfriend? (laughs) 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 That was always pretty hysterical to me. So, um, but yeah, and of course, Seth would love would would have loved my uh, my act there because I was always saying things like, you know, I may be a clown, but the joke's on you. Um, you know, <laughs> I had a whole array of puns. I can't necessarily remember them all now, but yeah, Seth would have loved it. He would have been cringing. <laughs> that's that's how they really kill you is with the uh, <laughs> puns. Yeah. Kill them with cringe. That's what my parents always told me. Yeah. <laughs> Linda. No, I, think- I always wanted to work a haunted house. I really enjoy them. Um, just the the makeup, the the mythology they put around it. It just seems always seemed like a lot of fun. It was um, to scare grown grown men so bad they piss themselves and not getting in trouble for it. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I, I did get as I got older, though. I had to appreciate just that's really how in action. Everyone's cup of tea. That's that's Bill actually in action there. Yeah. <laughs> right. See, see now I'd see that, 
and I'd find that frightening. And then it would tell one of Bill's puns, and I would instantly be on the other side of that fright into <laughs> I, I I guy, clown annihilation. I had one guy that responded to me, and he said, oh, very punny, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the crown... The clown just like faded out of existence. <laughs> My one weakness. <laughs> it was tragic. But yeah, I started to, uh, I stopped doing the demon thing because uh, um, that was the time where uh, uh, laser pointers kind of became a thing. Mm -hmm. And then you have all these kids in line trying to hit you in the eyes of your mask with laser pointers. Uh -oh. uh, fuck that. These assholes. <laughs> I'll, just, yeah. I'll just work inside from now on so yeah that really got to ruin it i, I yep. would like they didn't have a way to just like deal with those kids i don't know they were in the you line and, and you know my problem was is um when i wear that mask i can't wear my glasses so i can't i don't have really good distance vision so uh, i could just see it coming from somewhere in the line but you know there should have been really... someone on the lookout so that you could sign those kids up for the special experience. Right. Yeah. Room and nobody's there to open it. Yeah, yeah. right. The one-way experience. Uh, oops, but... we didn't mean to drop this bucket of puke on you. So <laughs> you got extra today. Right. Right. So, but... so have you all ever heard of the 17th door in California? No. Mm -mm. It is an absolutely extreme. You have to sign like a two-page waiver to go through. You're gonna get grabbed. You're gonna get potentially shocked. You're gonna have bugs on you. Damn. Um, it, is, it is a thing. And uh, there's a reality TV show they did for themselves called the Spooky Show 17 or something like that, based uh, based off of them getting ready for that. And it's really interesting to watch, um, especially because, uh, you know, it's, I think it's pre-COVID or it's just after things started opening up with COVID. So all of the, they, they put the financials against what it takes to get ready, what the finance, like the goals are, um, what it takes to move people through. So I highly recommend it. if you love haunted houses or you're interested in how they prepare for one or the, just to see what the most extreme looks like. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, Spooky show 17. Uh, just look up the 17th door, go to their website. And I think they have a link to it there as well. If you don't have Roku, cause it's streaming there. Yeah, okay. Honestly, it looks terrifying. Yeah. I know Linda and I one time, we, uh, one or two seasons, we went down to Kansas city cause they had some, uh, haunted houses one of which was in an old abandoned warehouse and the it beast. was like three or yeah the beast it was like three or four floors of haunted mm -hmm. stuff down there and uh they had uh coward's exits every so far <laughs> so that you know if you got too terrified you could get out but it was it was pretty good uh, uh dallas had one of those too and it was it was great i don't think there was a coward's exit but it was it yeah. was so much fun, so well done. Um, really impressed with what they put into it to create a unique experience. That was just creepy. This. Oh yeah, there we are. That's Bill on the far right. Still young. Look at that baby. Doesn't even look like me. Nope. <laughs> but that was the beast. We had a good time. It was crazy. 
Huh. Yeah. Huh. I don't know where you pull these pictures out of, Linda. That's amazing. I, I just I've, I've been <laughs> trying to create photos. I go back in time there. That's for sure. These. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but, um, you know, the Mystery Manor is not the only Halloween attraction here in Omaha. So, uh, a few others. There's the uh, Ranch of Terror in Papillion. And I think. Yep. Is that At the, the Bellevue Berry Farm. Yeah, the Bellevue Berry Farm, Mangelson's. But I think they said this is the last year for the uh, Mangelson's um, Shadow's uh, Edge. Halloween attraction. What? Shadow's okay. Edge. Oh, Shadow's Edge, yeah. So there's that. There's Ranch of Terror, Vala's uh, Pumpkin Patch and Fall Festival, which is going on now, which is um, a huge, uh, fun place to go. Uh, there's um, Scary Acres, which I think that picture is yep. from. Yep. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Skinny Bones Haunted Maze. Um, Fontenelle uh, Forest has a scary corn maze that you can take the kitties to, which would be kind of fun for them. Mm -hmm. um, what else we got? <clears throat> um, see. So the Bellevue oh, Bear Hell. Farm has completely revamped their haunted house. And if you go there, they also do a haunted hay rack ride and they have some photo op scenes for you to do. So that would be really fun. Yeah. And uh, Linda and I are actually going to uh, Vala's on uh, on uh, Tuesday. And you weren't going to invite us? What? Well, it's uh it's a uh it's our financial advisors annual Aww. thank you to their customers kind of a thing. So Aww. yeah. So it's that kind you of deal. Tootling around. But you're welcome to come, you're welcome to come join us. I mean, we're just gonna be walking around checking stuff out. You should bring uh Adelina. Oh gosh, blast. Yep. Come out, we'll have a blast. But uh yeah, so there's that. And also, uh, I think some of the area uh, escape rooms have special October-themed uh, escape rooms that uh, you can try out, too, if you're kind of into escape room stuff. You know, uh, I know that uh, in past years, they've had, like, one where there was a coffin with Dracula in it, and you had to get out of a, the uh, the scary mansion room that you were locked into with Dracula's coffin before midnight and the coffin opened. <laughs> Um, so that's fun. Um, so a lot of, uh, a lot of cool stuff going on in Omaha. What do you guys, you guys have any favorites that you like to do as far as Halloween attractions? I don't do them anymore, honestly. Uh, so, no, I should probably get back into it. It's not that I'm not interested. I just never make the time uh, to do it in October. Like I see it's there. I think Gina right. puts it on our calendar like every year. And then we just yeah. don't go. <laughs> I'm, I'm not motivated by spoops. I, yeah, that's true too. Like, I'm not motivated to go out of my way to go either. So, yeah, I I am looking forward to getting the fire pit set up and greeting trick or treaters. Ah, uh -huh. so is that what you do? Set up a fire pit in front and greet yep. the tricker. Is this your first Halloween in the new house? So, no, uh, this will be our second Halloween. Okay, all right. We well, how about you, Chris? You do anything special for the trick or treaters? Nope. I did one year and then I hide from the rest. Lights out, hide in the basement. <laughs> Good for you. That's where we're <laughs> hang out with us this year. Say again. Yeah. You could come hang out with us. We we may have to. Well, so what what initially happened is um our our neighborhood's a young neighborhood, so there weren't a ton of kids. Oh. Mm -hmm. Um so like the first time we did it, we barely had anybody come by. 
and I think it's picking up year after year. So we, we may start doing it again. But I mean, when we moved in here, we were the last house to get built, but it's mostly an older neighborhood. And some of the younger uh, peeps are just now kind of moving in with their kids and their kids are just now getting the trick or treating and whatnot. So they were either babies or they were like older teenagers and there was nothing in between. So yeah. um, we had a pretty good mix, but only about like between 30 to 50 people. Yeah. So even, even I want to say um, last year we, uh, I went up to Gina's parents' house because they live in the neighborhood right next to ours uh, and gave out candy over there. And uh, they, they, we even talked about it then because it went up, they, we had maybe 30, 40 visitors that night, um, which was up from like, well, obviously a lot more than the year prior, but I mean, every year it's been getting better for them. So we may, like I said, we may start doing more. Yeah. How about you, Jenna? You just taking Adelina out or are you hosting trick-or-treaters too? So uh, if the offer is still there, I'm going to dress her up and bring her by your house at some oh. point to get pictures in your decorated yard. Absolutely. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you were still planning to do that. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. You just let us know when. Uh, so it's going to depend. If she can't say, oh, it's beautiful. Look oh, yeah, at that. that was her. That was when we used to decorate for Halloween. 2006. Uh, so <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, Jenna, go ahead. I'll talk about uh, that in a minute. So if she can say trick or treat, that's clutch. If she can say that, I'll take her to a few houses. If she can't say trick or treat, then I'm just going to like dress her up and walk her around, see like what the neighborhood's doing. Um, and then there might be like some, I think one of the kids toy stores is having a little Halloween party. I might take her to that. Okay. Um, I just got her first public library card at the Millard oh. branch. Nice. So I'll see if they're doing anything as well. Um, if you are from the Omaha area and you have not engaged your public library, I highly recommend you do so. They have so many programs to offer um, and different resources to make this Halloween season really special for your family. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Linda, do you have any pictures of our house at night from back? Then? Oh, hang on. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we, we, we used to decorate up the house big time for Halloween and we had, we actually had the news channels come and uh, do stories on our house and uh, we would have, we would have kids lined up down the steps and around the <laughs> corner of the house and that coffin you see there and the coffin lid in the back next to the other coffin, we actually had the contractor guy that does all the work on my house. I actually had him build authentic toe pincher coffins out of pine. Uh, they were real pine boxes. Yeah. We stored them up in the room now that we use for like our uh, cosplay stuff, which was, which was kind of hilarious when we had, uh, when we refinanced the house one year and we had the, the refinance company come by to do an inspection and, and the lady <laughs> goes into the room and sees two coffins in there. <laughs> that was, uh, was like, well, I've seen a lot of strange things. <laughs> <laughs> But but they were they were great to store your Halloween decorations in. What's that, Jenna? Was it better or worse than the sex rooms she might have seen in some of the houses that she's bringing? <laughs> well, I think it was probably uh I think it's probably uh, more alarming for her than the sex rooms because you don't know what's going to pop out of the coffin. You know who yeah. that was, Bill? What's that, Linda? That, that's Jared. Yeah, Jared, isn't it? 
He's yeah. That's funny. He's got his own kid now. Oh wow. gosh. Yeah, that's my brother. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, and we would even have uh, we'd have uh, area neighborhoods, adjacent neighborhoods. People would come up. Uh, dr- uh, guys would be riding quad runners, pulling a little flatbed behind them, full of kids from the other neighborhoods to come up and, <laughs> and go in. Yeah. And uh, so now, now is my rant because I finally stopped doing it when the fucking government decided to push daylight savings time back after Halloween. Hmm. And so now it's light too late in the night. Oh. I want it to get dark at six o'clock when the trick or treaters are coming. Cause that's when everything looks yeah. bad. I mean, if it's daylight, that's not yeah. going to be scary. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> I think ruined it. Been the last ruined it. Yeah. They ruined it. I mm-hmm. got out. And Linda wanted out anyway. She was, well, <laughs> she was well, all the work. Well, tell them what we did at the end of the whole thing. Oh yeah. So so we would we would you know get all these decorations out like the first week of October, right? And so the ha- house would be haunted, and and at night we had uh, spooky Halloween music that would be playing out in front of the house as you walked by, and lights going, and there were ghouls in all the windows, and lights flickering on and off, and it was. The whole nine yards. I mean, not like I normally go over the top when I do things. But, <laughs> you know, but anyway, <laughs> this was over the top. So, uh, but no matter how much stuff we had out, Halloween night, when we shut down for the night and the trick-or-treaters were gone, everything was torn down and we just mostly just stored it in the garage because we didn't have time to really put it all away, but it was all torn down and put in the garage so that when people got up November 1st, it was like it never happened. (laughs) And we would have people come by that would want to, you know, see it. And it was like, I don't know what they're talking about. There's nothing here. Yes. And our (laughs) neighbors would say, that is the creepiest thing. It's always, I can't believe how you do that. You have so much stuff out. And I actually had one lady come by one year. It was November 1st. And she was like, she comes by and she she actually came up and knocked on the door. And she said, this is the Halloween house, isn't it? And I said, yes. And she said, well, all your decorations are gone. I said, well, yeah, we always take them down that night. And she said, well, I wanted my, I wanted my, uh, I don't know, her, not her kids, but her nephew. Maybe it was her kids. I don't know to see it. And she's like, "Would you put it back up so I could bring them by?" And I'm like, "Are you insane? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that." Oh wow, that <laughs> is a Karen work, but... story right there. Yeah, but um, would you put it back up? Yeah, I know. One of the funny no. stories was we had so we'd have we'd have our friends come over and dress up as monsters and help haunt the yard and scare nice. kids were coming up for for uh, uh, candy and uh, the main reason I started that is because Linda told me, um, you know, I wanted to buy extra candy for Halloween just to have around the house, and she made the mistake of telling me you can keep all of the candy that the kids don't end up taking on Halloween. So then I had an incentive to make it more scary so that kids wouldn't come, but then it kind of backfired because more kids came. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so we had all these people that would come and help haunt the place, right? And I had this friend of mine, 
lived on a farm up in Iowa. And so he's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to come as a chain, as the chainsaw massacre guy. Freddy, and bring no, my chainsaw. And I'm like, dressed up like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and the guy, um, he was a little bit, you know, a little bit off. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll need to inspect the chainsaw because I want to make sure it didn't have a blade, you know, but it didn't anyway. So he comes and so the whole night he's running out, pulls his chainsaw on kids are running and screaming. And so finally, I don't know, it's probably about eight o'clock and, and we got a line of kids and this one kid's coming up the driveway and he's about 10 or 11 and, and he's with a, a friend or two and he keeps saying, Oh, this, this isn't scary. That's just a guy in a mask. Oh, this isn't scary. That's just a, a mannequin with a mask and a robe. And Oh, this isn't scary and all this kind of stuff. So he goes up to the front door and, and, uh, he says trick or treat, and I give him his candy. And he goes, "Yeah, this isn't scary. This is just people in masks." And as he's talking, my friend with the chainsaw sneaks up right behind him, and he turns around to leave. And my friend goes, "Oh, it's just a chainsaw!" And he fires the thing up. The kid throws his candy sack and takes off so fast he runs out of his shoes. <laughs> I, I never, never. He ran, he ran right out of his shoes. <laughs> so yeah that was do you still, we had, we you still have the it. shoes bill or did he get him back uh, i think his mom came and got him. got him yeah <laughs> god but that was hilarious oh, good, good <laughs> but the funny uh, the other funny thing was is that the that november 1st day typically mm -hmm. linda and i were out in the front yard combing the front yard and picking up candy that the kids would throw as they got scared and run. They would, they'd just be running with their sacks and the candy would be flying out. And... So I ended up getting a lot of candy back. Which is... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, those went to Bill's cars. Yeah, right. We kind of right. started going to Halloween parties after that, not staying home and giving out candy. So I think we ended up having more fun. There you go. Right. Right. Yeah, we did. So, so for anyone who uh, also wants to celebrate Day of the Dead, um, they are doing a Dia de los Muertos uh, Day of the Dead exhibit at the El Museo Latino, October 7th through November 4th. Uh, there is also a uh, Dia de los Muertos Festival and Art exhibit, October 21st through November 4th at the center. And a uh, Hasta la Muerte, a Day of the Dead show um, at the Orpheum Theater on November 9th. So hmm. fun events that well as those if you celebrate that. Very cool. All right. So All right. lots of things get into the season. Right. Also, The Nun 2, I think, is out in theaters. So if you haven't seen mm -hmm. that, um, check that out. And... Uh, there's a couple of good ones on Netflix, I think. One was uh, The Pope's Exorcist. Yep, that yep. was pretty good. Watch that. that. Was yep. Good. Yeah. Entertaining. Yep. And what was the other one? Well, we saw, we also watched The Nun one because we hadn't seen that before recently. So that was good. Get ready mm -hmm. for the new movie. Um, yeah. So anyway, lots of fun stuff out there to watch. Yeah. Guys, I learned yesterday that Bill and Linda haven't seen Dracula Dead and Loving It. What? Nope. What? Oh, that sounds like an October uh, movie night. Yeah, let's the party. Especially because uh, Mel Brooks is Van Helsing, 
reminds me exactly of Bill. Oh no! <laughs> so yeah, it sounds like uh, people highly recommend it. If you've never seen it, watch Dracula Dead and Loving It. It is family friendly, mostly. Right. Uh, no, and then it's like yeah. I don't know how family get- friendly. <laughs> and and Linda and I, we found out our friend uh, Ben, who's in our D&D group, has never seen The Lost Skeleton of Cadavera. <gasps> oh. I know. Can you believe that? So I we're going to schedule now. a veranda night for that, too. So lots I sleep of, now. Double yeah, feature, I, I like it. We can do a double feature night. Yeah, that would be a fun double feature night. Absolutely. All right. I now. I'll bring Dracula dead and loving it. Do right. it. Do it. I Do also it. wonder. All right. Well, sounds good. Well, folks, get out there. Enjoy the season. Uh, check out some of the area's uh, Halloween attractions. And there's quite a few things to uh, occupy your October for sure. So if we missed anything, let us know. Or if you went uh, to any, let us know down below. Exactly. Let us know and uh, we'll get the word out. So anyway, thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now... Please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.